In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Today, friends, we proclaim the good news. That when we experience suffering, especially suffering caused in the natural world, diseases and disasters, the question to ask isn't who is to blame. The question is, how do we love? We ask this because God is love, friends. So let's affirm God's love, worship Jesus, and call out together for healing and humility. Our text today from John 9 begins with this question about whose fault it is that this man is blind. Jesus' disciples ask in verse 2, Rabbi, who sinned so that he was born blind, this man or his parents? And Jesus says, neither. He nor his parents. This happened so that God's mighty works might be displayed in him. Friends, we're in a season of our lives right now where the problem of evil is becoming sharper and sharper in focus for the mass of humanity. All of us in our, our micro stories, our micro lives, we are confronted with this perhaps in individualized ways, um, but as a, a worldwide community, increasingly this question will become more and more um, pertinent to us and pertinent to the world. And so maybe it's worth our time to spend a few minutes looking at John chapter 9 and seeing how Jesus responds to evil and suffering and what he has to teach us. <clears throat> I want to propose two quick things that we can draw from this text today in John chapter 9. The first is this, that God does not cause evil. I'm tempted to just say that and move on. <laughs> but let me unpack maybe an implication of what this means. Uh, ben and I have been chatting about this. We put it up on one of our table podcasts this week. You may have heard it already. But there's an a, uh, impulse or ref, uh, reflexive sort of uh, Christian move, I think, in times of tragedy and suffering to comfort each other with the words, uh, God is in control. And uh, there's a sense in which that's true, friends, but I want to focus on the sense in which that isn't true here, okay? Um, John chapter 9 makes it clear, as does the rest of Scripture, a few things. God does not cause evil. He's not uh, meticulously ordaining every evil event. God is not the cause or the author of evil. Um, creation, including uh, being born blind, uh, including um, getting a virus, including uh, disease, including uh, tornadoes, is complex and wild and mysterious. And there's a modicum of freedom that creation has, that's, that creation's been given to operate and function in our world. 
Jesus, we see, regularly resists answering direct questions about why suffering is happening, like here. Uh, and scriptures also do this in other places. I'm thinking of the entire book of Job is written uh, for uh, one of the purposes it's written is to address this question. So I want to submit to us today that because God does not cause evil, that in some sense God is, uh, God's sovereignty in the midst of evil looks less like control and more like love. Let me say that again. God's sovereignty in the midst of evil in particular diseases and disasters, looks less like control and more like love. The most powerful thing about God is his love. Here's just a little quick test, friends. If when I say uh, God is love and that doesn't seem powerful to you, we may need to rehabilitate our understanding of what love is. God's love is sovereign and holds all things together. God's love works for healing and redemption. Drawing out faith from this man in John 9. So if we want to affirm God is in control, let's name how he is in control. I'm putting that in quotes for those of you watching at home. Uh, here in John chapter 9, he, he heals a man born blind and, and draws faith out of the man born blind. So he brings a judging no against disease and destruction and devastation in this man. And his, his love also makes plain the unbelief that the Pharisees, and in a smaller sense, the crowds and this man's parents are operating in. He heals evil and reveals sin. And since heal and reveal rhyme, you know that this is a good sermon, friends. That's how we know that this is true and good and God loves us. He heals, he heals disease, and he reveals sin. This is how love is sovereign. This is how God's love is in control. Today we proclaim the good news, that when we experience suffering, especially in diseases and natural disasters, the question isn't who we blame. The question is, how do we love? Because God is love, friends. God is in control through his love. So let's affirm God's love, worship Jesus, and call out for healing and humility today. The second thing we want to just notice about uh, in this text is the tendency, the human impulse to find someone to blame or accuse for evil for disease, for destruction, for sin, for wrongdoing. The tendency to find someone to blame for that, and that tendency is in itself part of the evil. This is what the Pharisees do in our text, but this is a human thing, not a Pharisee thing. I remember a few years back, some of you may remember this too, some tornadoes ripped through Minneapolis, <clears throat> Minnesota, uh, during uh, an LGBTQ plus uh, gathering, there was some sort of convention or conference there, and a famous pastor, a well-known pastor, indicated that the tornadoes were God's judgment on Minneapolis for hosting these conventions. Currently, we have no shortage of leaders 
who are looking for someone to blame for COVID-19. China, Chinese government, Chinese population, Asian population, Obama, the deep state, all Democrats, all Republicans, boomers, Generation Z, who is still on spring break on the beach. I mean, I could go on, right? <laughs> we want someone to blame for how bad COVID-19 will become. Accusation and blame, friends. This is the temptation of Job's friends I mentioned earlier, to demonize the scapegoat, to look for God's hand of judgment and blame by who is suffering. Who is suffering? They deserve it. But this is how our story unfolds today. The Pharisees accuse the blind man of being born in sin and Jesus of being a sinner. But they are the ones, ironically, who remain in their sin and are revealed to be blind. Accusation and blame is a weapon and tool of people who are spiritually blind. And so in this text today, the people with sight, the people who can actually see, are spiritually blind. And the people who are blind not only gain physical sight, but can spiritually see. Notice this man moves from talking about Jesus as a man to a prophet, then son of man, then Lord, and then he worships him. The teachers end up getting taught by the uneducated one, and they want none of it. When we experience suffering, friends, in disease or disasters, the question isn't whose fault is it? Who's to blame? Who can we accuse? But rather, how do we love? Because God is love, friends. And accusation and blame, scapegoating, they cut us off from experiencing and participating and receiving and giving God's love. Because if we, if we can make an enemy, then we don't need to love. So friends, let's affirm God's love today. Let's worship Jesus and call out for healing and humility together.